Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we play Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today we're chatting with my good friend and returning guest, Honey Woods. She has written two books now, just released her second, has helped many people write them and get them published, even her own daughter. And so we want to talk today about just demystifying the book publishing process, helping break down those barriers and those excuses that are probably in your head, all the negative thoughts of thoughts about why you're not qualified or it's hard or it's just such a gargantuan task. And yes, writing a book is work. But in this episode, we just go through all the different things that might be stopping you and how to get past those. And Honey does a great job of just kind of demystifying the process. She shows how she does it, the process that she goes through to get all the thoughts in her, in her head down onto either paper or a Word document, whatever that is for you. But if you have a message on your heart, one of the best ways to get that out is a book. Now, it's not the only way. Uh, obviously, podcasting is another way you could do that. You could do video. Um, but a book is a great place to start. And so uh, I want to just help you, encourage you. If you feel called to write a book, listen to this episode because it'll really help you out because the world needs to hear that message that God's placed on your heart. Here's my episode with Honey. Honey, welcome back to Streams of Income. Thank you. It's good to be here. Is this number four, five, six? <laughs> I don't know to go back and search. It's been a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for almost, this is four and a half years. So you've been on oh, several times. Goodness. You're one of my, yeah. you're one of my very first ones, I think. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of cool. fun. <laughs> well, you've written another book. So you, this is number two that you've written. Correct. You've helped Charlotte write one and you've helped other people with various projects, but Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's fun. It's um quite an interesting process and task, but I really enjoy it. So I had I talked to a lot of people that like that feel like yes, someday they'll write a book, but for various reasons they just don't start because I imagine in their mind it sounds like such a daunting challenge. And so a big reason why I wanted to talk to you today is that you've written several now. And so like help ease the anxiety, especially of those believers that know that they, God has placed a message on their heart that they're supposed to get out there through a book, but they're not being obedient because it just sounds so freaking scary. So yeah. I want to like, <laughs> like just bless, bust through those walls um, yeah. that are in their mind that you can do this, that you and I both on this, we've done it multiple times yeah. now. It Yes, it's work, but it's not as hard as you think it is. Yes. And so now is probably the best time in history to get your book out there. It doesn't have to be like, you know, my mom. And so she's written a couple children's books now. And her very first children's book, she went or attempted to go the traditional route where she was sending out the manuscripts. And then she'd get all these letters of rejection and she'd feel like a failure. And she finally found a company that was like a quasi, this was before the internet was real, real big, before Amazon did the publishing, where it was like a, it's a hybrid model, essentially, yeah. where they published for her, um, got it on the various platforms that existed then. And so there are those models too, but there are yeah. way easier models now that exist that almost anybody can become an author if they want to be, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. First of all, let me just say I was there in the holy smokes. This is terrifying. I can't write a book. I wanted to write since, I don't know. I mean, most of my life. I think a lot of people, I think I read statistics in some crazy number, you know, like 80 or 90% of people like have that dream of becoming an author, being able yeah. to share their story, but only not even 10% actually do because it seems so intimidating, so right. hard, so scary. Or you, like you said, you're stuck in the mindset of, I have to send all my stuff to a publisher. I'm going to get rejected. These days, um, you know, there's a lot of other obstacles if you're actually going with through traditional publishing of most of the time they won't even take a manuscript. You have to have yeah. like an agent or, you know, all these things you have to have a following, you have to have a lot of things. And then they take a huge percentage of your profits. So you put right. years of work and all this money and, you know, thousands of dollars for professional editing. And, mm -hmm. and then you're left with not even making a lot. So there right. are, there are a lot of those things too, that are like, well, is it worth my time? Do I really want to do it? Yes. Um, and then there's the, you know, the imposter syndrome of, oh, nobody wants to hear my story. Right. Um, well, that's already though, been written. Somebody's already done, given yes. that, done that story. Yes. Because there are, I mean, there are millions, probably billions, you know, books everywhere. There's just yes. books of, about every topic on everything. And um, so you feel like somebody's already done it. I don't need to do it. Or yeah. I couldn't do it as good as them. Um, you know, and then there's the obstacle of thinking you see these huge, you know, three, 400 page novels. Well, I could never write that much, you know? And so right. there's that too of, I don't, I don't have that much to say. And right. so I think all of those are things you have to mm. mentally get past, but knowing that other people have done that, um, is very helpful. Um, both of my books that I wrote are a little over a hundred pages and that might seem like crazy to somebody else, but it's not. Yeah huge. Um, I'm a right. mom of six kids. I homeschool. I have mm -hmm. chickens and other crazy life things. And yeah. somehow I was still able to get a book out. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is possible with the, um, I've used KDP, it's Amazon's uh, print on demand platform. So mm -hmm. there's a way that you can, you know, upload your things yourself. You do it in your own time. You don't have a deadline from someone saying, here's when you need to get me this many words or whatever. So for me, I love mm -hmm. the flexibility of it. Um, yeah. you know, there's so many of those things, those that are broken down of, I don't have to be working on someone else's time schedule, or they think I need to have, you know, 300,000 words or whatever. I don't, you don't have to do that. Um, mm -hmm. and your story is important. Yes. Um, even if you think someone else has already done it, you're going to tell it different. You're going to tell it how someone else is mm -hmm. going to, it's going to reach them differently. You know, um, the things that I share it's not that they don't exist out there somewhere else, but I have my perspective. I have the way that I write, the way I communicate, and it's going to reach different people. You know, every thing that I publish is not meant to sell to 8 million people. I mean, that'd be awesome. But, you know, the goal is not that. It's to reach those people that it will um, have an impact on. And so it's okay if your book does not look like anyone else's. It's okay if it doesn't have as many words as someone else's. Um or whatever that is, it's going to be in your style, your personality, it's the words and the message that God has put on your heart to get out. Yes. Um, and so really, it it's, you do have an important message to share. Um, I have a lot of people too, that have discussed with me, you know, well, I'm, I don't really write really well, you know, my mm -hmm. spelling's a mess, or you know, whatever. Um, I will say that something that helped me, first of all, I, I do enjoy writing, and I am, a total grammar nerd. <laughs> so like, that's not like a huge issue for me. I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. But um, I actually, when I started writing my stuff, I would 
when I start writing my books, I record, I audio record myself. That's so good. maybe you're a good storyteller, but you're not a good writer. So you can record yourself and have that transcribed into the book, have um, that actually turned into words later. Sometimes that makes it easier to get it out of your head. You're not worried about putting it on mm -hmm. the paper, using the proper you know, spelling and everything else. You just want to get that story out. So yes. it's okay if you aren't, you know, the most incredible speller, you know, mm -hmm. punctuation is not your thing. <laughs> and yeah. that those are things that can be worked through as well. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you just you kind of just basically told everybody how they can do it. And I was going to ask you like the kind of steps. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So yeah. The audio record. What do you yes. use for that? Um, so there's a lot of things you can use. Um, when I first started looking into it, people would tell me about different apps. Um, and you could probably just do a search because I'm sure there's so many of those things. Sure. Um, I know on some of the platforms, you know, like on Word and other things, they actually have like a voice recorder. A yeah. lot of those things aren't flawless. You're going to end up with some, you know, mistakes. Mm -hmm. You guys have done voice to text for lots of things like, wait a yeah. minute, that's not what I said. So there will need to be some correcting and editing. But for me, it's more just about getting all of it out and then going back and fine tuning later or having someone else help you fine tune it. But I just grabbed like um, just a cheap, I had like a, just a cheap recording device. You know, you okay. can get them from Amazon or yep. the store, Walmart, wherever. Um, and just, mm -hmm. I would record myself. And because I'm a busy mom that doesn't have all the time in the world to do all kinds of stuff, I would just, mm -hmm. when I had stuff on my mind, okay, I have some things I want to put in the book. I would just push record, yep. um, record a whole bunch of stuff and then go back later and, um, you know, do the fine tuning and actually getting that written out, getting that typed out. But for me, it was a way for me when I had, you know, 10, 15 minutes here or there, when I've got mm -hmm. 20 minutes here or there. So you don't have to sit and think, oh, I don't have yes. hours and hours and hours to work on this. I don't have right. the time to, you know, my kids are loud or I've got to work or whatever it is you have to do. Mm -hmm. um, for me, that made the most sense. I know that's not mm -hmm. everyone's style, but for me, that made the most sense because I could just put a little out at a time, record it, go back to it later. Um, yes. plus my thinking is not the same as my writing. So, you know, there's yeah. times where I'm thinking or I'm talking and it comes out differently than if I'm having to mm -hmm. stop process, you know, do the typing or the handwriting yeah. or whatever you do. That's so good for me, I have the voice memo app on my phone. You probably mm -hmm. have something like that too. So you guys yep. wouldn't even have to spend any extra money because it's no, yeah. on the iPhone, the voice memo app is native to it. It automatically comes with it. I think you're an Android. So I'm yep. sure there's something yep. similar on that too. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, I have a Mac and you can go into uh, Microsoft word or any, any, uh, word processor like that. And mm -hmm. I think it's function function, double click function key, and it'll open up a little microphone and you can talk and it'll type as you're talking. I'm sure and I PC have, has um, the same thing. yeah, PC has like a, it's like a little microphone thing on yep. the word, on the word app that you can do that uh, with. So yeah. Yeah. So it really makes it a little sit easier down and type and like, I'm not a yes. good typer. No, you don't. You literally, if you're a better talker. That's yep. that would be my secret. Yeah. Just talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So let's like go from kind of start to finish. What like if you were advising me, let's say I've never written a book before and I have all these all these thoughts in my head. I think I might know what a title is. I know the subject, obviously, but it's all up here. Like, how would you you're my coach? Walk me through <laughs> what you would do to help me get everything out of my head onto paper or onto Microsoft Word and into yeah. a book that's selling. <laughs> yes. So I actually am a person that does better, um, like with things written out. I, I say okay. that after I just tell you I audio taped everything. <laughs> but so I'll just get like a piece of paper. Now, for me, um, 
the title is just something that sticks in my head before I start my writing. That's not typical necessarily for everyone. People mm-hmm. have different processes. You're at least going to have some kind of a subject matter or you wouldn't be wanting to write the book. So mm-hmm. whether it's your subject, your topic you're writing on, or it's the actual name of your book, you know, that's going to be your central focus point. And then from there, you go through what are all the things that I want to talk about about yeah. this topic, this subject? Um, what are the main things that come to mind when I think of that? And so it's almost like a, you know, kind of like a web that you can come up with where mm-hmm. you're putting out, here are some main points and you put those main, main points, you can, you know, sketch them on a, uh, you know, if it's a, if you're a visual person, sketch yeah. it out on a paper, whatever that looks like, just writing, maybe it's a list, um, but kind of getting those main topics out. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you would, would take one of those. And for me, being that I work like compartmentalized because I only have little bits of time um, here and there, chunks of time to work on it. Then I take each one of those and I expand on that when I have the time and ability to expand more on that. So So it um, might just be look like, would it be just a bunch of keywords on a sheet of paper? Yeah, it could be keywords. It could be topics. For me, most of that stuff ended up turning into chapters. Okay. You know, the wording, a lot of them, the wording would have changed or whatever, but I'm looking at the same sure. kind of concept, the topic. Now, if you're, you know, doing kind of like, um, you know, if there's a process, then you're probably going to want steps of here's, right. you know, the way that I did this. And here's the five steps that I took to get there. You're going to have those steps on there. That makes it, that book way easier than like something where you're telling your story. Well, your story can also, yes. if you're chronological, that makes and it, it could be chronological. Um, yeah. In my most recent book that I wrote, you know, it is, it's a, it's a memoir of sorts talking about my family's personal story. Yeah. And mine was um, in my head, the order made sense, but really it was just like things that we learned along the way. Mm -hmm. So those were each a topic. So it wasn't necessarily all chronological, although there were some of that in there. It was more, here are some things I learned um, through things that our family had gone through. And so those were all like my little, they ended up being chapters, but those were like my main key points. And then I went through and developed some of that. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you got all these keywords or things you want to share, the main topics, and then you go through there and like, this feels like it's probably chapter one. This one over here is probably chapter two. Is that how kind of the thing? So um, I actually do a lot of that because it makes sense to me which one comes first, which one comes next. Um, but really, you don't even have to unless it's, it's something that needs to be chronological mm-hmm. or an orderly thing. You don't even need to worry about where that's at. I think okay. sometimes it gets to the point where you want to organize it so much and figure out these details when really... Uh-huh. For when you're starting to write a book, it's about just getting it all out. Mm. And then you start to do the fine tuning and the working around. Um, So sometimes it makes more sense or you're like, wait, they don't even know why are, if I'm talking about this, I have to have shared this other thing first, you know, that I shared. So some of that you end up juggling around. So it can be that, but if it's not specifically uh, a time fashion, then it's okay to kind of leave that flexible. So you may Um, already have written a chapter over here and then realize, wait, I need to have something here. And so then you're writing. So you may write chapter eight before you write chapter three. Yes. Mine aren't always necessarily in order, um, you know, because of the nature of what I write, it's fine for it to not be in order, but then there are things, you know, maybe I refer back to something or maybe I'm talking about something that they should already know. So then obviously I want those to be in the correct order. Um, But, you know, having that flexibility. And I think this Mm -hmm. is part of what's nice too, about having the print on demand option or, you know, 
that other option is that you can kind of just feel free to move it around yeah. if you need to. When things make sense, you can, okay, you know, I don't need to have it in a certain specific way. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of freedom and flexibility with, I can just keep messing with this until right. I'm comfortable in how it goes and yeah. what it looks like and how it all comes out. Yeah. Wow. So for you, is there a lot of like, I feel like I've gotten it all out. Now we've got to go organize it and put it in like, this goes here, this goes here. There's some of that. Yeah. Um, definitely. There's a lot of moving around. I do a ton of editing and probably part of that is because I do the audio recording. So everything makes sense in my head when it's coming mm -hmm. out. But then when I'm going through and reading it, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that all of it flows together. Well, yeah. also, um, but um, I think that's also where you, where you are reading through and you're making sure that everything fits properly. Everything makes sense in order that you wrote it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of the, there's a lot of the moving around. Um, there's some times where you thought something was a really great idea. And then you just go through and like, I need to delete a couple pages, mm -hmm. you know? So there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. I think that's part of the, um, the writing process is that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And there's other things where it made sense when you started typing it and then you read it later or you have someone else look at it and they say, yeah. well, I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. Well, I need to add some more in there to clarify more, to yeah. expand on it more. So um, it's nice to also have that. Um, it is really nice. If you have other people, the ability to have other people, someone else look through, yeah, whether so that's a friend, that a loved one. I mean, it. you don't, doesn't have to be a professional editor. I mean, that, right. those things are nice, but having other people look at it for their perspective, someone that will give you honest feedback, um, that'll say, I don't understand what you're meaning here, or, mm -hmm. you know, this isn't clear. Um, right. because sometimes you're just looking at those words for a long time and you look at them yes. over and over and it all looks fine. And a different set of eyes can be very helpful to give you a Absolutely. good perspective on if it makes sense to the reader. So, yeah. So that would be editing for the content. Um, but then there's also the editing for the grammar and spelling. And those are yeah. people you can hire. And I think there's Grammarly and online tools that you can run it through. Do you there's do any of that? I mean, you're already really good at English, but like, do you have somebody or a software you run for spelling mistakes or grammar mistakes? So most of the, uh, most of today's, um, anything that you're going to use to write your program, if you're using Word, that's usually what I use. It's going to correct it. I mean, honestly, no. just about any program you use is going to correct the spelling. Even when you upload to KDP, it'll tell you there's no spelling errors. So, oh, you wow, know, at least awesome. they check the spelling. Now, as far as grammar and all that other stuff, um, I there are things in Word that'll do a, a check, like an edit for you. Mm -hmm. um, and so I usually run it through that, but there's still a lot of things that are kind of just... Um, like, uh, that's what I wanted it to say, <laughs> you know, yeah. like they might say, this is too informal. I'm like, well, it's kind of the casual, this part of the conversation is okay for me to have a little more yes. informal. So yeah. there's some things, you know, you could kind of take those or leave it, but they do give you a lot of suggestions. Um, I don't really use much beyond that myself because mm -hmm. grammar is like really my thing and I really like it. So, but I do use yeah. a few of those things because again, sometimes I just looked at it so much that my brain is mush and it's, you know, uh, it looks fine yeah. to me, just, you know, upload it. So it's yes. nice to have that outside perspective. Honestly, um, I mean, I'm a homeschool mom and I've got high school kids that do really good at stuff. So sometimes I'm like, Hey, can you just check this for grammar really quick? So awesome. um, my secret weapon of high school students. So, yeah. So it doesn't have yeah. to be like a lot of people think I'm going to have to hire an editor and it's going to cost a lot yes. of money. And why do I spend the money if I'm not even sure if anybody's going to read this book? <laughs> you have all these yeah, yeah. thoughts coming to you and yes. usually, you know, negative thoughts. The devil's trying to tell you not to do it when he knows, 
you know, this content gets out there, somebody's life's yeah. going to be changed. So, yeah. you know, put every little obstacle in your way uh, yeah. to make it not happen. It's and still, it can be scary. Obstacles. Yes. Yeah. It can be scary, but you know, do it anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there's not that the nice thing too, about having, you know, print on demand services is that there's no cost for you to list it. There's no cost yeah. for you to put it on there and make it available. I mean, there's some work, there's a learning curve with the process and how to yes. do those things. Obviously, if you're actually writing content, there is definitely work involved in there and your time is valuable. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you can put it up there. It's not, you don't have yeah. to pay money to upload it. Um, you get paid when it sells. And so, you know, you're not out a lot other than, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you can, there's a lot of resources. You can get different programs. You can have all kinds of things that can help you make your fine tune your book, make it better, make it look well, have it set up properly, but you don't have to do that. And so yeah. if, you know, if money is a concern, this isn't something you have to go pay a lot of money to have somebody take your book and print it. You don't have to right. buy 2000 copies and have them sitting at your house and hope that somebody buys them. You know, mm-hmm. you just upload it to Amazon. If you're, if you're using KDP, um, there are yeah. other print on demand programs as well, but yeah, just upload it and you're not out anything other than your time. So That's good. A quick question. I was thinking out loud here. This sounds like you could put together like a workshop on this stuff. Would that be interesting to you? Like having a bunch yeah. of people on a zoom call or even live in person and doing a two day, three day, let's get your book at least started. Some of them may be able to get it written in that period of time where you would yeah. take them through this process, have yeah. them write down their topics mm-hmm. and get it all organized. Would that be of interest? Yeah. I actually was thinking about that before this there, yeah. again, there are other people that do this. There's oh, like sure. huge, just like self-publishing school. It's huge. Oh, yeah, of course there's all kinds of stuff, but yeah. Um, like it would be super easy to go through just the basics of stuff. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people that think it's way too scary. Yeah. And I think that's breaking down. That is huge for me. Absolutely. Well, that's what I want to do on this up ep- on this episode for sure. So we've got, um, how to this at least how now what works for you and me may not work for everybody. Some people will talk about like let's time block and let's sit and type for yes. two hours. That typically has not worked well for me. I, I'm more also that's just <laughs> as I'm driving, I'll have a thought and I'll put it yes. into the voice yes. memo or the notes section of my. That's app why I do app. the voice stuff. Yeah, yep. that works so best then for I'll me. Just, then yeah. I'll organize it later, mm-hmm. and yeah. I may not even know if I have a thought, if this is for chapter 10 or chapter one, it doesn't yep. even matter at this point. It's just like, yep. I had a thought, let's get it out there. And later we'll figure out where exactly. it goes. Yep. So that's a big one. And then when it comes to publishing it, so you have a manuscript, you feel decently good about it. Oh, one more thing real quick yeah. is that you, people feel like there's a, like you, once you upload it, that's it. But the dirty little secret about KDP is that like, if you go on your book right now that you just published and you notice an error, mm-hmm. tell them what, what you can do about it. I can go back in and fix it, <laughs> which is really nice. Um, so funny enough, I really, before I ever like release, release a book um, uh-huh. and promote it and say, Hey, everybody, I have a new book. Yeah. I actually upload it all. Um, you know, there's a whole format of, you know, uploading the cover. Here's the layout of the book. I have it all nicely formatted. I upload it all. I've done all my checks and editing and everything. And then I, um, get, you can get like an author copy, you can get a proof. Right. There's a lot of different ways, but basically find a way, copy. find yeah. a way to get where they will mail you a copy. So then when you have it in your hands, to me, that's a, the best way to look. And I always yeah. find something. It might be, how did I miss that? commas in the wrong place. That doesn't, you know, yeah. it may be something little. It may be that doesn't 
print out how I thought it was going to print out. Um, and so you can go through, I always get an in-person copy where I can look at it. You can look yeah. at it, you can go back and you can just re-upload because it's, you know, yes. digital. We're just yes. uploading the file. I'm not having to type it and print it and mail it in. Um, mm -hmm. So you can go back and re-upload it. And within a short period of time, I think they say up to 72 hours, most of the time it's yeah. less than a day, then it will be corrected and fixed. And then your book is fine. Yes. So if you notice, oh man, I really messed that up. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It can right. be edited and fixed. Um, I mean, like you can't change the title or huge things, but yeah. if there's minor little things inside your book, little details here or there, um, the yeah. back cover, I think there was some spacing or something. I didn't like how it, it turned out mm -hmm. when it printed. So I went and edited some of that. You can do those minor fixes yeah. super easy um, before you tell everybody. And then they're like, oh man, there's like hundreds of copies out there that look horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, if you had yeah. no, your books are more, um, you're telling a story. So there's not necessarily going to be a version two. But if you were teaching somebody how to sell on Amazon, for example, and as we know, Amazon changes things very quickly. Yes. Yep. Um, would you just, if you wrote a book on how to sell on Amazon, and then now all of like two years later, you look back and like, man, like half of this needs to be updated. It doesn't even, <laughs> the rule doesn't even apply anymore. Would you do, would you launch a brand new book or would you just go back into the current one and make change the cover and say version two or something and update it? You can do, um, I mean, really you could do either, but um, you also, in my opinion, you probably wouldn't want your first book out there that was extremely outdated and had yeah. potentially bad information at that point. Um, yeah. So it's really easy to go in and what, it's not uncommon in general, really for just about any book, but especially something like that for you to do like a re-release where you're going to promote, Hey, um, this is, you know, newly revised and updated. I'm sure you've seen yeah. books that are revised yeah. and updated and maybe it has, you know, a couple extra chapters. Maybe it has, Hey, here are some new updates. Here's some new changes mm -hmm. you've, you've edited or removed things that would be incorrect. Um, and an explanation somewhere in the book of here's why we did this. You know, you could yeah. put a new cover, new everything, and then you're reselling that same book to potentially the same audience plus more because you're getting more attention to yeah. it. Um, That's good. So yeah, that, there's a lot of ways to do it'd be that. in the same listing, correct? It might just say V2. If you're just, you just updating or revising it, okay. yeah, then it would be the same listing. So you would yeah, potentially have the reviews yeah. or, you know, the traffic the people that would come to that already. Yeah. They are already familiar with who you are and what your book is. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So guys, yet another reason not to self-publish or at least look at that option because you can always edit it and change it later. Yep. So it's not <laughs> final. Like the final manuscript yes. is never final. It could always be yep. changed. Whereas yep. with a regular publisher, that's not going to happen. That's not a giant hassle. Hey, can yeah. you redo this book for me? Yeah. No. And there's no yeah. limit to the number of times. I had some issues with one of my books before trying to get the cover to fit how they wanted it to fit. They do have mm -hmm. guidelines and things. And so I had some issues and I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And it kept saying, sorry, we don't like how this fits. And I probably did like 20, you know, edits of my cover. Like I'm doing what they're telling me. Why is it not accepting it? And so, um, but what's nice is there's no limit to the number of, you know, oh, well, you got your three edits, your out of luck. You know, you can, yes. if it's, if you can't figure something out, if there's a weird tweak or you notice something, you know, a couple times later after you've already looked at it, oh, it's okay. You can go mm -hmm. back and fix it. It's fixable. Um, there's definitely a lot of flexibility and grace there, which is really nice. Yeah. So exactly. And so when you uploaded a KDP, it's available in Kindle format for anybody that has a Kindle device, like there's my wife's literally right here. Um, or if they have a Kindle app or what? You can also do um, so hardback. So KDP yes. will allow you the um, hardback, paperback, 
or the ebook version. And you do have to upload each of those separately. There are a few little minor things you do differently for them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's technically a separate listing. It's just kind of attached to your other one. Okay. And then I have not done, and I'm, this is on my to-do list, high up on my priority list is um, to do audiobooks because yeah. you can also connect that to your book as well. And here's the thing with some of that, you're going to have people that are hardcore. They only read Kindle books. They don't you know, mm -hmm. that's the easiest thing. They can transport it wherever they go. It makes sense to them. You're, you're going to have people that only listen to books and they're drive to work. And so they prefer audiobooks. That's what they're yes. going to get. And then you've got the people that are like, I love the feel of paperback. I love being able to, mm -hmm. you know, put my bookmark in there and whatever. Yes. So you're going to reach different audiences if you have a variety of options for them to choose from. Yes. And so um, it's really good and really important to have multiple options available for those people. Some people are never going to buy the paperback. They don't want a bunch of books on their shelf, mm -hmm. um, you know, and so they would prefer, you know, an audio or a yeah. um, Kindle book, you know, other mm -hmm. versions of it. And so um, it is nice that you can provide all those options. You're, it's the same material. They do require a little bit of different formatting for right. getting it on there, but it's the same material. Um, and you're making it available to whoever, however they want to read the information or yes obtain the information yes yeah. and again it's free guys it doesn't cost yes. honey a thing to upload this no. and what's really cool is i literally right before this interview um i went online and ordered her new book because i wanted to see it i've, I've read she mm -hmm. read me let me see a couple chapters before um before she finished it but i want to I actually want to hold it and see what it looks like um but Amazon is literally, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It's fun. Not yeah. abandoned. We'll talk about the, yeah. the story and if you want yeah. to in a minute too, but it's just that what Amazon makes it so easy for her is that when I place that order, it's <clears> going <throat> to some Amazon warehouse that prints out books. They're going to see this order from me for her new book. Some printer is going to print that one copy for me. Like Amazon does not have 500 copies of your new book stored. Now, maybe if you were John Maxwell or and you did KDP <laughs> or something, they would knew, know the demand's going to be there and they may print a bunch in advance. But this is literally print on demand. So I order one, they'll print it, send it to me. What's also cool is this is available worldwide. So if I lived in Germany yep. and I ordered it, some warehouse in Germany or Europe, somewhere in Europe is yep. going to print me that one and mail it to me. And so this doesn't cost honey a single thing. And she'll just get the royalties later after after all those orders, which is so cool. So you're available yeah. to the world. Yeah. It doesn't cost you a thing. You don't have to have, buy 500 copies of these books and have them in your garage. You could, because you can order author copies. Like if you're going to mm -hmm. go speak somewhere, like you yeah. did at the graduation, yeah. Like you can order ahead copies and sell them at your own whatever price you want. And you yep. get a discount, don't you? Yep. So you can um, get them at the, like the cheapest price and then they do have you pay, you know, the shipping costs, but it still ends up being less than if you were just going to go on Amazon and buy it yourself. Yes. You know, so you can get it at the lower price and then they'll ship yeah. those to you and you can What's have that those. book like if you wanted, if you were going to go speak somewhere at a women's event and you needed 500 copies of Not Abandoned, what's your price per copy? Um, For that one, I think it's around three, maybe $4. That's incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, it's right around that. I don't know the exact number on that one, but yeah, so that one's, I think my other, I think girl read your Bible, I think is closer to two to $3. Okay. And the um, difference is the number of pages. If you have full color versus black and white, there's a stuff. lot of different, the sizes of the files, you know, I don't know they, um, yeah. 
honestly, it was written a couple of years ago. Some of it's probably inflation. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but they have their, you know, they have their, their format yeah. of here's how much it costs. Um, and then you, so you have an idea too upfront. It's not like a surprise. You have an idea. Right. Here's how much it costs to print that. And then they do, you know, yes. charge you to ship it to you. But um, sure. yeah, so you can get as many copies as you need for your own purposes too, if you want those to have those on hand. Um, so you don't have to send people to a website or to Amazon or whatever. You can have those in person. Um, yeah. But it's nice also to just say, hey, you can find it on Amazon or you can find it, Absolutely. you know, because that's where people go for books. I mean, that really yeah. is a huge thing. A lot of people go there directly for books. If yeah. you're going shopping, where are you going to go? Go look on Amazon. Absolutely. So it is a nice thing. They bring um, people to you, you know, and, and if mm -hmm. people really like your book and you're getting lots of reviews and comments, you know, mm -hmm. little... Um, five star, this book is great, whatever, then you're going to have even more people that are going to buy it. So absolutely. Um, do you do yeah. a push like for your, your mo the one you wrote before girl, read your Bible. Um, mm -hmm. you got a decent number of reviews on there. Did you ask for those or are those just happening organically? I never asked, uh, um, okay. for that one at all. Like my latest book, I'm like, Hey, leave me some reviews. It'd be great. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. um, I didn't ask for anything at all. And I've got, I mean, over a hundred reviews just yeah, for like the paperback. Just, just for the paperback version. And the Goodreads is another site. Um, so yep. like a lot of people use that for eBooks and other things. And so that one I've got dozens. I don't, I don't know, like 40, maybe 30. I don't awesome. know. It's a lot. There's a lot of reviews on there too. So any of that actually helps um, Amazon to see, hey, people are interested. Let's sell more because they get money from it too when it, sell, yeah. when it sells. So they're happy. If, if people are happy reading it, then they're okay to promote it. Yeah. Um, okay. So for the Amazon nerds listening to this, <laughs> um, looking at your girl, read your Bible book. Yes. You're number 12,832 in the whole Kindle store. Number five in Christian inspiration. Sometimes I know you're number one because you also you I post on number one so it yeah. fluctuates, but yeah. number five in all of Christian inspiration, number eight in women's Christian living and number 25 in the huge broad category of Christian spiritual growth. Like yeah. that's crazy. Like you, and yeah. You're not like spending money on ads. This has no, just happened. I don't you're do it exactly sure how. <laughs> no, it's it's really been crazy. Um, that's the power of getting the message out. Like you were just obedient to share it. Yes. You felt yes. like you were supposed to do it and the yeah. Lord has blessed it. Yes. Um and now And I will say too, I mean, even after I published it, I was like, I don't know if people are gonna like this. I'm probably yeah. gonna somebody's not gonna like this. And I've got a couple, you know, comments of I don't like this, you know, sure. one star reviews, but I'm like it's not for everybody, you know, but it is for clearly there's an audience for it. And there's a lot of people that are like, this is a really great book. I'm going to yeah. go, you know, share it with my church group. I'm like, awesome. You can awesome. all go buy them, you know? So there's a lot of that. I had yeah. the opportunity. I got invited to speak, um, be the keynote speaker for a high school graduation because of the book, <laughs> um, which was awesome. You know, I, I, I didn't even have anywhere of like, Hey, book me for a speaker. Right. Um, I want to do that. I love doing that, but yeah. that wasn't something I promoted. It was me yeah. simply, like you said, sharing the message that God put on my heart. It was mm -hmm. rooted from conversations with friends of, and why is nobody talking about these things? You know, mm -hmm. um, why aren't people sharing that, that this is what God's word says. And I yeah. would just have conversations with friends. And after a while, I was like, I'm having a lot of these conversations. You yeah. know, there's a lot of these things. Why don't I just start writing it down? And yeah. so, um, having that on my heart, getting it written down still very much the whole process thinking nobody's going to read this. People are not going to like my book. And, um, you know, there was an audience for it and there's yeah. somebody that needed to hear that. Um, yes. I have a lot of people say that, you know, they, they're like, I'm going to read it over and over. I'm going to give wow. it to my kids when they're older. And what so, are some of the emails or feedback you've gotten from people like, like strangers? Um, 
Oh my goodness. Some of this stuff is just, I, I do have people email me and reach out of talking about, we would love to get this for like our church group. I think the women in our church need to hear this or yeah. the youth in our church need to hear this. Yeah. Um, I've had people talk about um, how I didn't really see a lot of these things this way because the, my first book, Girl, Read Your Bible is literally about getting people back to the root of what got, what the Bible yeah. says. So yeah. yes, it has my, um, you know, my subject matter, my topics or whatever, but the whole thing is full of this is what God's word says about these things. Yeah, and so yeah. being able to point back to scripture was the whole purpose of it. And a lot of people are talking about, this is so good. I needed this reminder. You hear a lot mm -hmm. of things and you don't know if it's true or not. And so I'm really glad that you got the story out there or this, you know, mm -hmm. book, it's not really a story, mm -hmm. but the book out there. So I could be reminded to spend time in the word I had um, when I went and spoke at the graduation, I had countless people coming up to me, talking to me about how they just um, felt very, not like in a bad way, but like a conviction of, wow, I, I'm really reminded of the importance of getting into God's word and doing um, what God's word says, instead of just, yeah. you know, sometimes we get used to the world we're in and you hear things, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. think that this is what you're supposed to do or whatever, but really just getting back to the root of um, what God has for you. And so yes. um, being able to just be a voice that reminds people of that, you know, it wasn't, mm -hmm. There was no new information. A lot of it was just pointing back to here's what scripture says about this. Yeah. There was nothing earth shattering in my mind, but people needed that reminder. Um, yeah. You know, and it's the same thing. My my latest book, Not Abandoned, it's the reminder that God is always with you, mm -hmm. that um, he's there, even if other people aren't, or even if you feel like you're alone, he's still there with you. Mm -hmm. And so it was that reminder that a lot of people are coming back and saying, wow, there's a message here that a lot of people need to hear. Yeah. I'm thinking, I know there's a lot of books out there on the same topic, you know, God loves yeah. you, God's with you. But for some reason, this just struck some people differently. And so, mm -hmm. you know, being able to um, just be obedient when you have that God speaking to you and you have that voice that is telling you, I need to do this. And in your head, you're thinking, I can't do this. It's too hard. I'm uncomfortable. I? I can't talk. Yes. I can't type. It's exactly. I'm old you know? or I'm young or I'm skinny or i'm fat or i'm tall or i'm <laughs> you can short. always you can always come up with an excuse for why you shouldn't but if yep. god says do it then you need to do it yes. you know and so um we've just pointed out a lot of ways here and why we're knocking out excuses and that it's not as hard or as scary as it needs to be yes um like you said it's it's one of the, the times in this world that it is so easy to do this. You don't have to worry about, well, there's only like three publishers and all of them said no. So I guess I can't right. do it. You have the ability Absolutely. to say, I feel like this message needs to get out anyway. Um, mm -hmm. And so here, I'm, an, I'm just going to do it. Do I'm going to get it out myself. Yeah. Yep. And so for the people that um, the whole process of KDP, there's, I mean, it's not hard, but there's sound, you went back and forth with KDP trying to get it right. Yeah. Um, for people that don't want to learn that you also are willing to help, right? You have a service yeah. where you help yeah. them actually get like the nuts and bolts. Sounds like we, you probably could have a book writing workshop service too, but as far as the publishing service, Hey honey, yeah. I've got my book written. I need help with the cover. I need help getting it published to Amazon. You'll help me do that. Yeah. Yeah. I can Perfect. absolutely help with that. That's, um, you know, I, something after learning all of the tweaks along the way of this is what doesn't work and this is what does work. You learn yeah. a lot of those things. Um, and so for those people that are like, I mean, technology are not friends. <laughs> I don't uh, want anything to do with that part of it. Absolutely. I love to help cool. with that. Um, well, how would people uh, contact you for that? Um, my, probably my best email to reach me at is um, honey at realtruthandhope.com. 
That's my website. So that's pretty the easiest way to contact me if you need to reach Real out. Truth A N D hope.com. Correct. Got it. Cool. Um, for the girl read your Bible, do you envision that being like a workbook curriculum, like almost like a Dave Ramsey financial piece where I could lead a group at my church and we're you know going I through have, it together? I have played through a lot of um options and opportunities and uh -huh. things of what I could do with that because it is it actually is a really in my opinion, it's a very popular book. It's I've yeah. sold over 1800 copies of it. Yeah. And that's just the paperback. That's, awesome. <laughs> that's not even like the digital. Um, right. You know, there's been like over 900 that have been read digitally. So um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a big audience for that. And so trying to figure out, I do think I, for that one, for the girl read your Bible, I've actually heard from a lot of people that do read it as like um, they do it as like a Bible study or a, yeah. you know, um, a group study kind of thing. So I think there's mm -hmm. potential there to do even more things with that. Yeah. Just trying to navigate what exactly that looks like. There's so yeah. much potential with this stuff. And I think mm -hmm. that's part of the thing too. When you think about, you have a message on your heart and yeah. maybe it starts out as a book, but maybe it ends up being something else, you know, sure. where you can um, have different kinds of resources. I was able to go speak somewhere, you know, yeah. and talk about the topic. So if there's a message God's put on your heart, this is just one of many avenues that you can get it out there. Yes. Um, the message it needs to so be for said. you. Like, I know you're just being obedient, doing what God's telling you yeah. to do, but um if he kind of called you to turn this into a business, let's talk about some options of how you could turn both of these books into income for you. Obviously you're selling the books, you're making some money, yeah. but you're probably not, you know, your book is wildly successful. So you're making more <laughs> than other authors probably are. Um, most of my books had never been like, Oh, this book's selling so well. I'm making, we can go to, you know, go to Aruba on this money. It's always been for me more of just a, a lead generation for other things yes. that I had going yes. on. Yes. So what are some things that you've thought about that either girl read your Bible or not abandoned can turn into if you needed to turn it into income? Um, well, one of them could be, you know, speaking opportunities. And I think, uh -huh. I think a lot of times what people also don't realize is like how you users, it's a, it shows you as an authority on a subject. Yes. Um, whether you really think you are or not, it makes you look like an authority on a subject. Right. Um, because my first book was called Girl Read Your Bible. And I went and spoke at an event about this. I had so many people coming and asking me Bible questions. Like, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about this? And I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, I feel so overwhelmed. And I have read scripture thoroughly. I'm not going to tell people to read their Bible if I have not read it right. thoroughly over and over myself and with my kids and everything else. But uh, people see you as the authority on the topic. And uh -huh. so you're going to open up opportunities where you could go have um, speaking abilities, you know, yep. like paid speaking gigs. They, yep. they sent me and six kids on an airplane to Texas. This was not a small thing, you know, so you right. have that. Um, you've got, I could have, um, you know, other courses or other groups that I could have groups mm -hmm. of people that would get together and do different things on based on these topics, you know, kind yep. of like a, Bible study kind of a group um, mm -hmm. that you could have, you could have, um, and you could have, you know, free or paid. So any of those could be sure. potential income things for that. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten too deep into what my newest book has probably because I really like just released that. And I have, mm -hmm. I think I was so in depth in the book that I'm just like, I just got to get it out, <laughs> yeah. figure out what comes next on that. But I do think I had a, I've already had somebody talking to me saying that they're going to use it as a, um, a resource in their counseling. That's so good. I think there's wow. other, there's okay. other potential things with that. And I don't even know, mm. you know, you're a good brainstormer. You could help me dream through and think through that. But I think there's a lot of potential things there Absolutely. beyond just the book. Some of it is making you, 
look like the authority um, for that similar topic. So you can have those discussions with people. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, speaking seems natural with it because I'm already communicating this stuff. And this is stuff because I've spent, you know, weeks and months writing and and going through all this stuff and researching and whatever, Mm -hmm. then I do feel like at least on what I've written, like the authority on that, I could sit and talk for hours on that stuff yes. because that's what I've written and lived and breathed for weeks and months. Yeah. So being able to go communicate that with other groups um, mm. is huge, you know, but it may be something else if you're like, that's not my thing. Well, you know, maybe there's other stuff. Maybe there are other resources you can have. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a whatever you're sharing, maybe it's uh, you could turn into some kind of a curriculum for mm-hmm. for something. Maybe it's a, I mean, I'm a homeschool mom, so my brain goes there. Maybe I can come up with some kind of devotional or school curriculum, Bible study curriculum for, um, for students or yes. for anybody, you know, any age, yeah. whatever your topic is, is going to navigate some of that. But there's a lot of different resources. If um, one of those doesn't seem like that's your thing or that's your field, there's a lot of different ways that you could do this and share this. My kids, mm-hmm. I buy all kinds of Bible study resources for my kids for school because there's somebody that does it way better, that looks way prettier than what I think I could do. I mean, yeah. or they just have more time. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so I purchased that stuff and then my kids will go through that. Um, So awesome. there's a lot of potential out there, things that you can turn it into different things. Um, I mean, you could do anything from printing merch you know i've had like t-shirts and uh, you know over the years i've had all kinds of different things that you can have that again depending on your topic you can have all kinds of different things that you can add to that and make that Mm -hmm. um you know make more options for people that are interested in whatever your message is yeah do you feel like with either of these or both of these topics do you feel like you are you are done or do you feel like the lord has more for you to do besides just writing the book like do you feel like speaking courses or any like there's other things beyond just you don't feel like oh, i just written the book and that's it I, my duty has been done or do you feel like there's more i don't i think my biggest issue is that there's so much potential it's trying to think through what makes sense for my yeah. family yeah. what makes sense with my time that i do you, have like, traveling all over the world speaking is probably Maybe I would more love to, but it's a little more challenging with six yeah. kids and, you know, yeah. um, like a little, I say a farm, we've just got dozens of chickens. It's a little <laughs> harder to leave than, right. you know, I love doing that, but yeah, that making that my lifetime, you know, my whole lifestyle is a different thing. Yeah. So, um, however, in lieu of a speaking fee, you probably could just say, just bring all my family over, make sure I don't have anything out of pocket and you'll turn yes. that into a homeschool, yes. like. Hey, oh we're yeah, gonna go, we're gonna go to France for a week. All expenses <laughs> paid. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> my kids were excited. We when we we flew to Houston. My kids are like airplane ride because yeah. you know if you have six kids, airplane rides is not a common thing you spend money mm-hmm. on. So it was like a magical vacation for them, and I was excited. I got to speak and I got to get that message out that yeah. I know that God placed on my heart and I believed was so important for those people to hear. But for my kids, it was like mm-hmm. vacation, <laughs> you right. know. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fun things that um, can come out of this way beyond sure. just the book. And maybe, maybe that's all you want, but there's, to me, this is, these messages are important enough that I think yeah. there can be more done because again, yeah. it goes back to the the format that you're presenting it in. Some people are going to want a book to read. Some people are, would rather go um, listen to something or participate in some kind of a group thing. You know, some people mm-hmm. are going to, would rather have, you know, 
it's the difference between paperback and ebook, you know, just just different people want different things. Um, Some people would rather sit and go through a Bible study class with other people that are reading this book together and discussing Mm -hmm. it and all of that, where, you know, not everybody is the same. And so because you're dealing with so many personalities and so many different people doing, having different options for them and having different opportunities, you're going to have people that really want to do different things. Yeah. So yeah, wow. you can reach different people with your I message. I could so totally see you speaking at women's conferences, even just at church on Sunday in front of, you know, mixed crowds. Um, because a message could be good for a guy too. I mean, we all, we, our story might be different, but as guys, we feel like, oh, I mean, is, is God there? And, you know, so your message of hope and that he is there for you and doesn't leave you, won't forsake you was applicable for a guy too, but especially like a women's conference. How awesome yeah. would that be? Yeah. 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 Wow. And you feel, I have to say, and I, you know, just to connect with anyone who is thinking, I, my message is not that important. I'm insignificant or Mm -hmm. any of those excuses. I think that's, especially for women, that's a huge one, but really for anybody. Um, I still feel like, you know, I don't know that my message is going to reach that many people, even like when I'm clicking submit, you know, and I'm uploading, ah, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever going to read this. Mm -hmm. And to be honest though, I don't, it doesn't matter if, you know, 5,000 or 50 people buy the book it's going to be somebody needed to hear that somebody found encouragement and hope through it i've already had um one person that said that they bought the book for a friend that was going through some really difficult times and she said i sent it to her she's having a hard time and i basically was like i want her to remember that god is with her god hasn't left her and sending that as an encouragement for me that's huge i'm like that somehow she said she's already pulled it out she's already started reading it you know like Uh she wanted something um and i know Uh that god placed on my heart beyond just these books Uh i know that god placed on my heart i really believe he's called all of us to this but specifically that god wants me to share um Mm -hmm. the truth of god's word and the hope of jesus christ and so whatever ways i can do that whether that's through books and communicating whether it's through Uh speaking or whatever it looks like I know that that is what God's called me to do. And so I love that whenever I know that it's reached someone and it has presented one of those things, it makes me, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I was obedient into what (laughs) God was calling me to do because that's what it's about. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, it is nice to have some income from that, but that's not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is, Hey, somebody needed to hear this. And we live in a world where, you know, I mean, for goodness sakes, I'm a homeschool mom of six kids. I don't, I'm not like some famous world speaker, but look at how many people have been able to hear the message of the truth of God's word and the hope of Jesus just from being able to sit at home on a computer and upload some words. You know, it's really powerful. It's amazing. The world that we live in that you can transmit your message that way. Yeah. Um, Mm. So good. So guys go to honey at real truth and hope.com. If you need help on getting your book out. And yeah. seriously, if you want, if you want to think about a like a book workshop or something, let me know. I'd be happy to help you plan that. At least I'll promote it. Yeah, uh, that'd be a lot of fun because there's a lot of people that it would be know they need to write a book, but it just freaks them out. Yep. So understandably, it can be daunting, yeah. but it's really not. It doesn't have to be as hard as you think it is. Yeah, it really doesn't. Cool. Awesome. Well, honey, thank you so much. Appreciate thank you being you. on. Absolutely. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.